can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered enough for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Swamp Gas Uggos. I am your host, Jordan Pilkington, and with me as always is Lexi, Mrs. Steal Your Girl Morris. It's me. Watch out for your girl. She's about uh, to get taken. How embarrassing that I have a stutter. The yeah. first line. Well, at least this time you said good evening instead of good morning. Time doesn't matter anymore. You know that. No, it is linear in some ways. Yeah. The only the only time that time matters to me right now is that I make sure I'm not late for work. Mm-hmm. That's all that. That's all that accounts for. The only time that matters to me is time on the clock. When I'm getting that shmoney. Mm-hmm. You want to know what time I woke up on my birthday? When? Two o'clock. Which M? PM. Which okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which M? The P one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, good evening, everyone. Hope you're having a good day. Good night. Good evening. Um. Uh. Uh. We're having a great time. We're having a great time. We were just in the local paper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're uh, kind of celebrating a nice little shout out from Priscilla Leader, part mm-hmm. of the KZSM family. Uh, Priscilla also does the show Bookmarked on Tuesday, so she did a wonderful write up about Absolutely. us, uh, giving us a great promo. And for those of you who accidentally tuned into KZSM by deliberately typing it into your web browser, there's really uh, no other way to get here. Yeah, there's no. I I hope it's just accidentally bookmarked on someone's browser and they just kind of keyboard smash right into it yeah uh, no matter why you're here we welcome you and uh we welcome you once again to swamp ass uggas so this is a show where we get into all things cryptid ghouls all things spooky Anything supernatural mm-hmm. yeah everything that goes bump the night uh we will bump that's right because i believe and you're scared and i'm scared yeah uh i i love that priscilla calls you uh in-house moron <laughs> would you you know, they're your own words. Yeah. But they fit. Yeah. She had zero objection to that. Um, <laughs> it's me, Lexi Morris, in-house moron, uh, teaming up with in-house expert on all things ghoulish, supernatural, and all the phenomena your heart could desire. That's right. Jordan Pilkington. Polish bulldog himself. The Polish bulldog himself. And what am I, the, uh, <laughs> the what did they call me on Facebook? The Texas Valley Girl? Texas or? Valley Girl? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, before we get into the story today, there's something I really want to talk about. There was a big UFO news uh, on July 23rd because the Pentagon revealed uh, that uh, what we thought was a previously disbanded UFO investigation unit is not only still active, they now have to reveal some of their records due to a new law. That's amazing that there is legislation that's making them do that. That's making them do that. Yeah. There, that UFO investigative team is just like the Jonas Brothers. You thought they were gone. Here they come. They're again. coming back, and they're yeah. the government is demanding they go public. Release that album, Jonas Brothers. Mm-hmm. 
Um, no, yeah, Pentagon officials will not discuss the program, which is not classified, but deals with classified matters. Yet it appears last month in a Senate committee report outlining spending on the nation's intelligence agencies for the coming year, the report said the program, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force, was to standardize collection and reporting on sightings of unexplained aerial vehicles and was to report at least some of its findings to the public within 180 days after passage of the Intelligence Authorization Act. Dang. Uh-huh. Also, why are they trying to change UFO to UAP? That's so Why funny. don't they just call them UFOs? Right? I mean, it's still unidentified and flying. Mm. We know what you mean. Yeah. They said these aren't objects. They're phenomena. Well, much like um, uh, Charles Dickens, uh, uh, senators are paid by the, by the letter <laughs> when they write laws. <laughs> so that's why everything is so hard to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, no, one of the Pentagon's uh, previous directors, Luis Elizondo, uh, um, he's like super into it. He, what did he say? He, uh, he was convinced that objects of undetermined origin have crashed on Earth with materials retrieved for study. He used to work there. That's awesome. So I feel like that's uh, it's a little credible as far as credible sources go. Yeah, I, I think even for skeptics, I think they would call most sources uh, incredible. Is that the word? <laughs> incredible? <laughs> I'm I'm going to stick with incredible. Okay, go for it. Um, But someone who, a, a former employee, I feel like that's someone we former can trust. Former head. Like, he was in charge of it all. Yeah. Also, there's a picture of him in the New York Times. Um, He looks like he'd be on, like, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Like, he's just covered, like, with, like, sleeves and has, like, that one, like, soul patch strip that goes all mm-hmm. the way from his lip to, like, the bottom of his chin. I love people who choose to continue to look like that in mm-hmm. present day yeah because it's it's all deliberate there's no fad there's no irony to mm-hmm. it what that tells me is that like the fact that the head of the pentagon could be covered head to toe in sleeves means that tattoos have no impact on job interviews yeah. you could be just decked out yeah you can be anything you want you can be mm-hmm. the former disgraced uh <laughs> formerly dis- head <laughs> <laughs> um no but yeah so that's pretty exciting, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully you find something out soon. Do I think it's a distraction from um, all of the the bullshit that they're trying to pull on us right now by not renewing like uh, social programs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Do I think it's to distract us from all the protests? Yes. Did they say you guys can't have another stimulus check? We need to find the spaceman. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. They did say that. Um, and for the record. I would donate my stimulus to them, but I do want... To the aliens or to the CIA? To the aliens. Okay, I think the CIA has enough money, Alexi. No, I think the CIA has their pockets lined. Mm-hmm. With your money, with, specifically, with my mo- so yes, it doesn't even matter where you're going to spend it. No, the amount of times the CIA comes knocking at our apartment door... They're like Mormons. Just to, just, them and their bookies, just, yeah. just, just coming for my well, pockets. Well, you also owe so much money to the CIA from all those bad bets that you've made. Yeah, you know, I wrote a few bad checks to the CIA, um... But, you know, I'm on a payment plan. We're all going to get past it. But the aliens, they're the ones who really need it. Absolutely. I digress. Speaking of aliens, uh, you want to know what our topic of the day is? What is our topic of the day? Because I don't tell you anything before we start. Yeah, no. I'm also blindfolded. Yeah. (laughs) I I always just hope that we're going to the studio. That's true. No, never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't help that I've also blacked out all of my windows. Yeah. It's it sucks because I also have to drive. Yeah. <laughs> um our topic for the day is um alien species. What? Specifically the three most popular that show up in uh UFO incidents. Mm-hmm. And those are the Greys, the Nordics, 
and the reptilians. Mm -hmm. For the record, they're not the most popular. They are not very social at all. They're very isolated. They mm -hmm. are much more popular aliens. Mm -hmm. But these like Alf. Like Alf, yes. <laughs> Our good friend Alf. What a popular alien. Uh -huh. But these are the most prominent. Yes, these are the ones that show up the most. These are the ones that the government has been doing business with. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, let's get started with the greys. Uh, they're definitely the most popular mm -hmm. out of the three. Are we going to get into their anatomy? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to explain what they look like. Okay, yes. Please yeah. describe greys anatomy gonna give for you, me. Oh, my, oh my God. There we go. He didn't even see it before I, before I said it. Right you, no one can hear you. I turned your mic off. I'm being silent. I have power. Um, no, but uh, so the greys are like the stereotypical alien. You know what I mean? Like little green men, but they're gray. Mm -hmm. You know, like they have that look to them. Mm -hmm. um, they are strange, small creatures about three and a half feet tall with large black almond-shaped eyes that are devoid of pupils or irises. Uh, they have unusually large heads, elongated arms, and seem to lack muscular structure, which sounds a lot like Garrett Buss. <laughs> Got him. Garrett, if you're out there. Former guest. Yeah, he's one of them. Mm -hmm. um, these beings generally have gray skin, although some are reported uh, as ranging from bluish gray in color to beige or tan or even white. Mm -hmm. Depending on where they live. Uh, if it's coastal, if it's near beach. Close to the equator. Yeah, mm -hmm. working on their tan. Right. Yeah, but that, uh, there's gray's anatomy for you. Thank you. You fucking heathen. Yeah. Three and a half feet is uh, pretty small in stature. Yeah, they are tiny. Three, three and a half feet is the perfect height for sticking your hand out and uh, holding them back while by their head. While they try to punch you? Yeah, while they swing their arms at you. Uh -huh. Yeah. They're, perfect they're, for bullying. They're no muscle arms. <laughs> yeah, the greys are really the, the nerds of the alien world. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll get into it later, but the, the reptilians are definitely the jocks. Okay. If we had to put a okay. term on them. Yeah, I think I think the only way to really talk about aliens in a way that matters is, is through high is school through the lens of high school, yes. Yeah. Um... No, uh, uh, there also exists the possibility that uh, uh, over use of cloning and genetic manipulation that has destroyed their DNA, uh, it has driven them to the point of extinction. Um, because these are the aliens that show up the most in abduction stories. Mm -hmm. um, and one theory for that is um, that they need to harvest human tissues uh, uh, as a, uh, uh, to refresh their own genetic makeup. Mm -hmm. That they are creating hybrids between humans and greys uh, so that they can start to reproduce sexually. Oh. Mm -hmm. Abductions are just alien tinder. That's really great for them. I'm so happy for them that they figured that Lucky out. Lucky them. But, you know, whenever you see um, the, the survivors yeah. of those kinds of stories, mm -hmm. um, not to belittle them in any way, mm -hmm. but you never see straight up chads get abducted. That's, they they always go for the uggos, don't they? They really do. We have a good we shot. We are never safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I I feel like um. I mean, I guess they would kind of want a diverse population yeah. of people to abduct, but mm -hmm. I do feel like they kind of those stories do show up in in a, in a hub. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a there's a stereotype for a reason about people that get, they get abducted. abducted by aliens. Yeah, they, yeah. they they look like us, they smell like us, mm -hmm. and they work at a gas station. Yeah. I think it's, it's just the people that are able to be fooled enough to yeah. get trapped and abducted Well, also, I think it, it comes from the idea that hot people are popular. Right. Uh, no, no one's going to care if we go missing. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. If, mm -hmm. uh, if, if, Polly D got abducted by aliens. We'd get him We'd back. notice in a heartbeat. We'd get him We back. would fight. Yeah. Why is, is Polly D your go-to for a hot man? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> Could not think of any. 
Not even Zac Efron. Not even Zac Efron Pauly or like D. The Rock. Yeah. Anybody else? You went for Pauly no. D. No. If if the boys of the Jersey Shore were abducted, uh, you personally would fight yeah, to save it's them. It's go time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. I could see Snooki getting abducted. Okay, no, that's fair. Yeah, that's really fair. She are, she looks like she's been dropped back off. These jokes in a lot of circumstances would kill in 2010. Oh man, <laughs> we need to we need to put this in a time capsule. In a time but capsule that goes backwards. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, that hypothesis also lends to the prevalence of cattle mutilations that tend to accompany gray sightings. Mm. Um, because how, are, how are they mutilated? I'm sorry to ask. So cattle mutilations are when uh, you'll find like cows or horses um, where all of their organs and blood have just been taken out and there's like no incisions. Oh, geez. Yeah. And their eyes are gone and it's, they're mutilated. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no blood. There's no incisions. No one can explain what happened to them. Right. Or if there are incisions, they are like super surgical. Mm-hmm. So it, this isn't the handiwork of a, of a lost Luke Skywalker just haphazardly slicing through them. This not is, even a little bit. This is not even a little bit. No. This is medical grade. This is medical grade equipment. Um, uh, it is thought that the Greys hold allegiance with several other alien species, either as equals or as a slave class themselves. Oh. Mm-hmm. Abductees have encountered greys that work closely with reptilian aliens, and these tend to be malevolent in nature and subservient to the wishes of the reptilians. Others, however, have witnessed greys that seem to be assisting Nordic aliens in their spiritual endeavors. That, that, I'll get into that stuff now that, later. Yeah, that all sounds cool, but how do we yeah. know any of that? Uh, just based on abductees from their stories. Oh, okay. Like, uh, they'll talk about either greys just by themselves, or they see them with reptilians, and those are the ones that, like, have, like, the really traumatic ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes uh, they call them the short greys mm-hmm. uh, whenever they talk about the Nordics. Cause the, we'll get into it later. But the Nordics are also called the tall whites. And so it's like you got your tall whites and your short greys. Mm. You, could, you could just call them greys. You could just, yeah. You don't have to, you don't have that's to bring like, all that in. That's like um, um, when I work, at one of my old jobs, we were talking about Halloween costumes. Uh, when I was like, I could be John Lennon. And this guy goes, yeah, you could be short John Lennon. <laughs> I was like, I, ju- I just said John Lennon. <laughs> Every year for Halloween. Oh, what are you supposed to be? Some sort of, <laughs> some sort of shorty McFly? That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, being me. Do you think they, yeah. <laughs> do you think they do that because... Um, I don't get why you said that. I'm 6'4". I oh, yeah, slouch. no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, let it be known that uh, Jordan Pilkington is 6'4". Mm-hmm. Um, and has very tiny arms and one big head. <laughs> um... I, I guess to not make it sound so, I guess, singularly based on their color, do you think yeah. that they just add other descriptors so it doesn't... Because after a while, once they keep describing it, the way it sounds is like, it sounds like the white people are enslaving the greys. And, yeah. Well, um, no, 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 no. When they work for the whites, they're equals. When they work for the reptilians, they're slaves. Oh. Reptilians are the bad guys. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And do we know what color they are? Like snake-colored. Snake-colored. Nice. Love that for them. Yeah. Uh, don't hey, don't come for me. That's just what they say. <laughs> um, greys are also known as Zeta Reticulums because they are believed to come from the Zeta Reticuli system, based on what we know from one of the most famous abductions in UFO history, the abduction of Betty and Barney Hill. Cool. You ever heard of them? No. Nope. Didn't think so. Um, so in 1961, the couple were abducted on a drive home in uh, New Hampshire. The couple was driving back from vacation when Betty pointed out what she thought was a shooting star, but the bright light became closer and began following the car through the mountain roads. The craft overtook the car on the road, 
when it was revealed to be a 40-foot rotating saucer. Barney tried to outrace the craft uh, when they were met with a wild buzzing noise that filled their ears, and they woke up 35 miles down the road with vague memories of driving it. So just missing time. Whoa. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, I guess you could imagine falling asleep and waking up 35 <laughs> miles later. Um, I uh, have not gotten three traffic tickets. Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It seems very pointed. Um that does, I mean, that's that's not quite the out-of-body experience that Garrett had. Not even a little bit. No. Also, I think he wanted to fall asleep. That's Yeah, he wanted to go for a nap. Uh, communion? Yeah, Communion is a book by, um, I forget his name, but it's one of, it's one of the earliest works. That was a big deal, yeah, mm-hmm. the whole alien abduction thing. Yeah. Yeah. One of, one of the books I used, used for research was called Communion which was from um, an author who, who writes about his experiences being abducted by the greys. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's where we get most of the images of like little gray men with big almond eyes, like mm-hmm. the very heavy descriptions of their ships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to Betty and Barney Hill, um, years later during uh, regressive hypnosis, uh, Betty was able to recall um, a, in a conversation she had with the greys mm-hmm. where she asked where they're from um, and one of the aliens showed her a star chart saying, this is our home. And she was able to sketch it like from her memory and, and it matched perfectly with Zeta Reticuli. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Also kudos to her for having a pretty accurate, accurate hand. hand. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd be able to sketch our own apartment. I mean, it's really just connect with the any dots. accuracy. That's true. I mean, y- just the sheer amount of stars you're connected to something exactly you're, it's going to show up as something yeah um no Off but, by a few yeah, that's where we get the back. the idea that uh they are zeta reticulum zeta reticulum mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. nice little sorority galaxy that's yeah they kind <laughs> zeta, of are. Beta reticulum <laughs> zeta beta uh cabbage <laughs> zeta beta cabbage that's just the, their abduction is really just the hazing mm-hmm. they're they're just rushing yeah well um i don't know if you've ever read that sketch i wrote about nope. um <laughs> I'm kidding, go or that short story I wrote about that uh, uh, dude getting harassed by uh, Frappro aliens. Oh, I, th- I think I do remember that. Mm, the, I came up with them being frat guys because they're from Zeta Reticuli because it reminded me of a, of a, like a sorority. Oh, wow. Based on a true yeah. story, I Based guess. Based on a true story. Um, you want to know the douchiest part about that? Yeah. Uh, it's about a radio host who's really into the occult. He gets haunted oh, by God. aliens. <laughs> to be fair, I wrote it before I was hosting. Right. Um. Also, uh, you might know the Greys from this. Uh, they're the Roswell aliens. Oh, okay. Yeah. New Mexico, Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, Roswell, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the most famous crashes in American history was 1947. Mm-hmm. Uh, government says it was a weather balloon. Uh, but we have a lot of former uh, agents who come out and say, couldn't bend this. Couldn't dent it. It's not a weather balloon. Mm-hmm. About, like, the metal that they found in that the crash That ain't no site. dang weather balloon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but yeah. Um, also, after Roswell, there was, uh, I wrote this down. There's uh, an alien autopsy footage that that got leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, turned out to be a total hoax. Oh. But the guy who, uh, you know, created it said that it was, no, 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 this was real. What I have is a recreation of the original tape. Mm. I just did it from memory. I just animated it. Exactly. Into a short film. I just, I just made. Which um, I'm also doing, I wish I did that with essays. I just wrote an essay saying, well, I, cu- I, I had one done. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just a recreation. Of yeah, it. I would like to turn in all of my essays by handing them into the professor, taking them back, burning them, and saying, "This is an oral history," and just <laughs> vaguely describing what I can remember. Uh, that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of great ideas, uh, give us. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. You can hear whatever you want. KZSM.org. You can. You can be. Walking by, listen to the music and you may cry or you may laugh or you have some fun. Come on down and listen some. You can hear whatever you want. KTSM.org. Welcome back, everybody. That was an in, that was a, a promo written by uh, local artist James Taylor. Oh, he's in a local paper too. Yeah, James Taylor performed Sidewalk Show. What a guy. He's not he's not the James Taylor you're thinking of. What a town, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he's not fire and rain James Taylor. Yeah, but what a name. What and that's a name. that's good enough for mm-hmm. us. Uh, if you're just tuning in now, uh, welcome back to Swamp Essegas here on KZSM.org, recorded live in the heart of San Marcos, Texas. That's true community radio. Absolutely. Uh, what are we talking about today, Alexi, in the minute that we've been gone? In the minute that we've been gone. Um, we haven't said a word, it was complete silence, <laughs> but right before that, we've been talking about aliens, mm. different distinctions, um, short grays, tall whites, reptilians from uh, Zeta Norbit, or whatever you said. Yeah, they're from the they're from the movie Norbit. Yeah, they're from, they're f- I don't know, what, what do you said, Beta, well, the Norbe- Beta Borat, the, or whatever the, you said. The, 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 the Norbetians yeah, the Nor- uh, are, are an alien species we'll get into in a later episode. Uh, fun mm. fact, they're all played by Eddie Murphy. Whoa! Um, no, but we covered the grays. Um, and next up on my list is the Nordics. Um, they are, they're named after the race. They look like the race they're named after. Oh, okay. They're called the Nordic aliens because, uh, they look like Nordish people. They're tall, they're white, they're blonde, uh, and all of them could be successful models. Oh. If they cared about mundane and physical things such as wealth. Wow. They are, uh, described as like pure spiritual beings. That's really cool. Yeah. So when you meet them, they're like, oh, I could have gone pro, but <laughs> I just... But they smoke too much weed in college. <laughs> yeah. Could have gone pro if I um, moved one finger throughout mm. the day, in except our, to grab... In our ongoing metaphor of aliens as high schoolers, grays, nerds, mm-hmm. reptilians, jocks, Nordics, they're the stoners. And good on them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's legal where they're from. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of where they're from, uh, they are also known as Pleiadians because they are from the Pleiades star cluster. Pleiadians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they're, they're kind of seen as like the good guys mm-hmm. when it comes to alien encounters, um, because they seem to be more interested in the spiritual enlightenment of mankind. I think I, I think I'd like to get to know them. The I think best. we should invite uh, some some Nordics over, some Pleiadians over for a drink sometime. I think that'd be really nice. You know, I, oh God, I wish I could just knock one back. But the Pleiadian. <laughs> oh, Rona, keeping us yeah, from right. Well, fun fact: uh, since they exist on the fourth dimensional plane, they're not mm-hmm. affected by such small things as the coronavirus. Oh yeah, such material things as, as viruses, COVID nineteen. <laughs> Um, no, but yeah, they, uh, you know, they're like, they're very spiritual is mm-hmm. what I'm getting at. Um, so you could just sit back, not back after work, open up a cool one with the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, they also fit descriptions of benevolent angelic beings from a variety of cultures. 
Um, for the Hopi Native American tribe, uh, they have uh, uh, beings called the True White Brothers, which are described as tall white beings in a, a pre-Columbian uh, America. Okay, so this is like the, a universal yes. description of them. Mm-hmm. So, but but that description is um, kind of separated. So they're they're not describing the aliens, but that's something that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it also that, ma- that, that just could matches apply up perfectly. To, yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. That mm-hmm. do we think it's a coincidence? I think could it be? Yeah, there's I think- no way. I think the reason Pleiadians don't really show up any like to us personally mm-hmm. as Americans is because uh, we're not as cool as the Native Americans were because we right. can't sit back and chill. Well, we love tangible material items. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of our thing. Us specifically uh, at our apartment, we are just full of vapid and material things. Yeah, our brains are empty and our hands are just full mm-hmm. of of items. Speaking just of Legos, spe- loose Legos. Speaking of apartments, what's uh, what's what's the deal with our front lawn right now? Oh man, I there is um, an unidentified object in our front lawn, and by that I mean it is an anonymous piece of dog crap in our you can lawn. Curse on the show. Some some dog shit. <laughs> Some dog shit right in front of our apartment, and someone's owner let them. Yeah. And they just, just left walked it. by. It's huge. It's enormous. We smell it from inside. Yeah. If we leave the screen door open. And um, it just rained, uh, and it's it's on our nice, freshly, freshly watered grass. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I had I had time on my hands, so I decided to neatly frame it with some extra materials that i had laying around the apartment um because what else is there to do um in these times than to call out your neighbors in extremely right. petty ways uh then so, to to leave leave the dog shit there and instead build a, a yeah. shrine to it yeah i'm not i'm not gonna pick up anyone's dog shit i certainly am gonna call attention to it regardless of what happens to us in the future <laughs> yeah. so if anything bad if, if there are more shit piles up i will totally understand mm-hmm. what i did is i got a cardboard box and i taped a paper on it that was supposed to look like a, a like plaque. a plaque you made a, a little plaque. sign for the dog shit. yes um so it's it said the uh the san marcus museum of modern art presents dog poop uh mixed media 2020 by uh, an anonymous artist uh only only known as a very bad neighbor mm-hmm um, and then yeah, I, I really showed it to him, Lexi. Yeah. I, oh man, I got them. Oh, got I bet them. they're seething. <laughs> oh, I bet they're just shameful right now. Um, my favorite part about uh, your little art piece is that I feel like um, knowing the trash kids that we live next to, mm-hmm. um, it's only going to inspire every other person that walks their dog to just leave dog shit in our front lawn. And if they do, it's only going to make us stronger because we're going to have <laughs> so much dog shit. So much dog shit. It's like a currency, though. Yeah, people are gonna walk for miles just to just to shit on our lawn, and it's gonna smell so bad. Man, you're gonna be so disappointed when it when when it's revealed that it's just that uh, little kid that lives above it's us. It's just the upstairs neighbor. Yeah, kid. they're just taking. It's a not shit. even a dog. Yeah, it's just the <laughs> upstairs neighbor kid. Yeah. Um, back to the Pleiadians. Yeah, maybe the maybe the Pleiadians will can will help visit us discover Americans. who <laughs> who shit. That's why we haven't had contact with the Pleiadians because. Uh, our neighbors can't pick up dog shit from their neighbor's it lawn. it smells so bad. That's the one reason it they don't want to come away. to they America. They don't want to get dirty. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't 
don't blame him. But uh, the star cluster they're from, the Pleiades star cluster, uh, plays a major role in mythology for the Greeks, the Norse, the Celtics, or the Celtics, the Japanese, the Chinese. Oh, hell yeah, the Celtics. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Cherokee Native Americans. Come on and slam. And And welcome welcome to to the jam. No, but like it's that specific star cluster, like it's only seven stars, like right off of like uh, It's only seven stars. Yeah, only seven stars in this cluster, but it's like... Because there's so many different constellations, different mm-hmm. cultures, but this one shows up repeatedly over and over again. Mm-hmm. So they're everywhere. They're everywhere. They've had contact. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to hear an abduction story? Oh, please. So uh, there was a man named Walton who was working as a logger Wait. in Arizona. Everybody at home dimmed the lights. Yeah, Walter was war- working as a logger in Arizona when he came across a hovering alien craft with his lumber crew and was knocked unconscious by a beam of light emanating from the object. Yeah, he woke up um, uh, in a room surrounded by uh, tall whites in their uniforms. Uh, he described them as unblemished, perfect beings, Damn. which would probably not be my first reaction when I wake up in a strange yeah. room covered by, <laughs> surrounded by like uh, just white people. <laughs> he wakes up and he's like, the Duke lacrosse team. <laughs> yeah. These perfect, tall, white beings. Wow, unblemished and perfect. Yeah, he. it's very creepy. Yeah. Yeah, um, I but forgot this, to mention. This 100% does sound like hazing, though. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and so, um, yeah, he's, uh, um, all, also, his workers saw this, like his work buddies. Oh, wow. They see him, like, get taken uh, by, by a thing, and they run away. Um, and then they come back the next day, because, you know, he is still their friend. Mm-hmm. Um, after a full day, um, and he's nowhere to be found. Um, he, he, Walton recalls being gone for only an hour, five hours at most. Um, when he woke up back on earth, he was gone for five days. Whoa. Yeah. That's a recurring thing that we're, that we're going to notice, um, into our adventures Mm -hmm. and research in alien abductions is, uh, the amount of missing time that people report. Mm -hmm. It can go from a few hours, uh, to days. And so he was conscious. Yeah, he was. Con- he he woke the whole up the time, but he mm-hmm. he thought it was only about an hour. Yeah, from what he could tell, he was only gone for about an hour. Dang. Yeah. That sounds like me when I'm watching Netflix. I'm like, where is the time gone? Very good. Relatable, right? <laughs> <laughs> At least it is. Oh boy, we should get a laugh track, just to drown get, just, just to drown out yeah. your your <laughs> terrible jokes. Um. No, but yeah, so he comes back. Um, he's like been telling a story like for years, for decades. This happened mm-hmm. in the 80s. Um, and it also became the movie Fire in the Sky, which I don't think you've probably ever seen. No, not at all. Um, uh, the movie takes a little liberties because they make the, the Nordics uh, grays. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fire in the Sky also has the honor of being the movie that gave me the most nightmares as a child. <laughs> Whoa, that must have been a, a contentious race. Oh yeah, no, there was this. There's a scene where he's like getting work, like sir, like investigated by the aliens, and mm-hmm. they like have him strapped down to a table, and they're just shoving like tools into him. Oh my god! Oh, it's terrifying. I'll show it to you when we get home. Yeah, please. Yeah. I hate to sleep. <laughs> I hate peace. Yeah, you want to hear somebody else who had a uh, encounter with the Nordics? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It is also rumored that President Eisenhower had a secret meeting with a group of Nordic extraterrestrials who were attempting to convince the United States to disarm its nuclear missile program in exchange for advanced technology. 
The event is said to have taken place in February 1954 at Edwards Air Force Base under the guise of Eisenhower undergoing emergency dental surgery. Whoa. Yeah. So instead of his wisdom teeth getting taken out. He got some wisdom. He got wisdom. Put in him. Whoa. Imagine if that's how they did it. How do you... Through teeth. Yeah. How do you trick someone into thinking they need an emergency dental exam? Or uh, a procedure? Well, I, I do that to you sometimes. I tell you we're going to go get ice cream. And then, and you, then I, I just drive us to, <laughs> to the Frank Merlin the dentist. <laughs> well, also you keep putting uh, razors in my apples, <laughs> so I need corrective <laughs> surgery. Like, you keep waking up from naps on the couch with, with me standing te- over with you. A with a wrench. With a wrench. But, um, it's... So do you think that they tricked Eisenhower to going? The, the, nor- the tall whites? Yeah. Maybe. I mean... I feel like if the aliens, if the Nordics mm-hmm. were going to show up, mm-hmm. do you think Eisenhower could say no? That's a good point. Because I mean, I imagine there's people that are in contact with uh, extraterrestrials that aren't the president because he needs some plausible deniability. Right. Well, it has to run up the ladder. Exactly. Unless the Nordics have the speed dial to the big red phone that sits in the office. That sits in the office, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's underneath the little bus they have of George Washington that they can yes. pull up. Behind every little portrait is a <laughs> ac- an access to a tin phone. can with On a, a very, very long string. Yes. Um, it is believed that this meeting did not end with any sort of agreement. Oh. Wait, yeah. Did we... Not with the Nordics. Hmm. Instead, Eisenhower is thought to have entered into a treaty with the Gray Aliens, a pact which ensured that the U.S. could keep its nuclear arsenal while still receiving advanced technologies from the ETs. In exchange for this technological intel... The Greys would be allowed to abduct and experiment upon the American people without question. Okay, I do think that that was kind of a no-brainer for the American government. Yeah. They said, you mean we get to keep our weapons and you'll give us more technology? And all you have to do is experiment on our people? Yeah. Shit, we were doing that anyway. Yeah, they don't care, they don't care about yeah, government us. government doesn't give a shit. It's not like they were experimenting on, like, their family. Absolutely. They just said... Congratulations, you've won 100 unidentified people in Alabama. (laughs) Also, I would like to uh, take this time to say that the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. So when Lexi says the government doesn't care about us, (laughs) that is solely her own view. Mm -hmm. We all know better. We all all know know better. better. That's right, Steve. And also, oh man... Boy, oh boy, is it important to vote. <laughs> Go, good golly gosh, I hope you're all registered because mm-hmm. we have some important decisions to make on the local, national, and state level about which people we can experiment on without question. Absolutely. We need to vote on who's going to be in office that will decide uh, which of us to be experimented on. Yeah. So when you get into that booth, vote Kentucky. Just cast them aside. We're going to take... Vote Kentucky? Yeah. Vote for the state of Kentucky? Vote for the state of Kentucky to be... We're going to District 13 them (laughs) (laughs) with aliens. Yeah. No, you can put West Virginia in. Yeah. Right in. Just right in. We've already cast aside West Virginia. Yeah. West Virginia. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Vote with your feet by running away. Mm -hmm. Um... No, but yeah, I, I keep calling them the tall whites. Um, that's not entirely an accurate term for them. Mm-hmm. Um, the tall whites um, can be a different... They're, they're a little bit different than Pleiadians. Mm-hmm. Um, the tall whites uh, seem to be like a separate species of Nordics, kind of. 
because they show up in more, um, I don't want to say eviler stories, but the tall whites seem to have a motive, a motivation that uh, abductees have not been able to figure out. Just uh, some sort of vague, possibly malicious. Yeah. Also, they're all ten feet tall. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's three short grays in a trench. Coat. Yeah. No. Well, almost two. It's like two it's and a half. It's a little less than three. It's, it's a little less than three. Yeah, that's it's well, three, it's three short grays in a trench coat. It's three short and short a mustache. Grays. Yeah. yeah. Three short. Yeah. So if the short grays were short for their race, absolutely. And um, wearing a trench coat. Do you think that happens? Do you think they bully the shorter short grays? They they absolutely have the power, mm-hmm. especially because it sounds like they have some sort of um, dubious intent. Mm-hmm. Why would they not also be M- mean to each other? Just yeah, absolutely, That's true. absolutely terrible to them. I want to. I, I'd like to imagine gray high school. Can you imagine gray high gray high school looks like a <laughs> like a playhouse. <laughs> It's about uh, seven feet tall. Yeah. You could dunk on their high school. Mm -hmm. I could dunk on their high school. Yeah, it's also called the Lollipop Guild. (laughs) What if they were really, really extremely short, but they could jump? They could dunk? They could dunk. Yeah, they could still... Oh, Like, they're playing... They're all playing in the same basketball league. Same league. league. They're all in the same league. Mm -hmm. Um, The the tall... The ten feet ones, ten footers, Mm -hmm. they they cannot jump. They cannot jump. They don't have to. They don't have knees. Zero (laughs) knees. But the short grays have... uh, Mm-hmm. They've, they've got it well, all. Well, the grays have mastered gravity. Right. The, so, yeah, well, that's what we forgot to mention. They've mastered gravity. Yeah. Well, that And, and, uh, we're and not, a good pivot. We're not talking about it this week, but whenever we get to the um, the engineering of UFOs, we're going to talk about how they have actually mastered gravity. Oh, exceptional. Yeah. Look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, yeah, so that's, that's the Pleiadians. Mm-hmm. We've gone over the grays. Uh, who are morally gray in their standings with the unit with the, the with the human race? Mm-hmm. We've gone over the Pleiadians, who seem to be the uh, cool stoner uncle of the unknown. Um, and next up, after our next commercial break, we're going to get into the reptilians, the evils, the the lizard men that people claim are running our country and our world. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. After this. I'm Rob Rourke. And I'm Quad D. Tune in every Friday night from 7 to 8 p.m. Central on kzsm.org for We the People. You can hear what's happening at the local and regional level from San Marcos, Texas. Every week we share how you can get involved to make a positive difference in your community. Think liberty. Think local. Make a difference. Listen, Listen to, to We the, the people. people. Welcome back to Swamp Gas Uggos. Uh, we're the people who are talking about non-people. That's right. Ooh. We're people people talking about not people <laughs> for the people. God, you're so right. You're mm-hmm. so right, dude. Um, as I mentioned, we're going to get into the reptilians. A um, couple quick facts back to the reptilians. Um, they're described as tall lizard men. Um, they are also known to have shape-shifting abilities, and they drink human blood. Just a, just a couple fun facts about these lizard people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they like nice hot rocks for their little warm bellies. Absolutely. They are cold-blooded, after all. Mm-hmm. Um, there are two types 
of reptilians, there are hybrids and full-bloods. Now, the hybrids are an alleged crossbreed between humans and full-blooded reptilians who are too few in number to take over the planet. Hence the reason they cloak their identity while manipulating world leaders and financiers behind the scenes. There's also a hierarchy of which the full-bloods, or Dracos, sit atop maintaining control of the hybrids who are unaware they are even reptilian. Is that a joke? No. They are called Dracos. They are called Dracos. They're called Dracos if they're the ones at the top. Good gosh. Why not the Malfoys? Why not just... Ugh. Why not just... Because they're, they're Slytherins. Yeah. They're Slytherins! What is really funny, though, is they're not described as, like... They're, they're called Lizardmen, but mm-hmm. they're always described as having, like, snake heads. Mm-hmm. So, like, the big fangs, the, like, cobra hoods. Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. Yeah, I'm having a difficult time picturing them because there's, of course, a million different kinds of reptiles. Yeah. But just, like... I'm kind of picturing Randall from... From Recess? No, from Monsters Monsters Incorporated. Randall from... Yeah, just a little snitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting that they they are shapeshifters, but, Mm -hmm. you know, have to default to that kind of uggo looking... Well, that's just... That's how they're born, Lexi. Well, yeah, but it's disgusting and they should be ashamed. That's so funny. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Would you like to hear a couple... um, uh, supposed uh famous reptilians no you don't want to hear any no actually i've changed my mind i do yeah that's what i thought uh barack obama (laughs) hillary clinton bill clinton rush limbaugh mitt romney (laughs) newt gingrich ted cruz and Justin Bieber. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought this was going to be real. This is know, real. Oh, you're right. My this bad. is an article in the Atlantic. <laughs> it was on Wikipedia. You can't edit <laughs> Wikipedia. Um, no, there was a very big theory in like 2013 that Justin Bieber was uh, was a reptilian. Because in one of his arrest videos, when he's like getting a picture, people say that he, have, he had slit eyeballs, like the reptilians, like his form was like leaking mm. out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. Also, he is not able to mimic uh, human behavior. That's so funny. Accurately at all. Yeah, that's... We've talked about hybrids and all the other cases, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that uh, is something... That, that's a way that you can spot hybrids, is mm-hmm. their inability to blend in with human society. Mm-hmm. So any band kid that you ever met <laughs> was most likely an alien hybrid. Freaking nerds. Freaking hybrids. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um... Now, the theory of the reptilians mostly comes from one man, David Icke. Um, his beliefs have steamrolled into something that 4% of America believes, which is 12 million Americans Whoa. that believe that our government and our, our, our economy, every facet of our, of our day-to-day lives is run by reptilians. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to be code for something? No, not at all. He, that's just, he's just, he's not, David Icke got his start by being a sportscaster on BBC News. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he came on, I think it was like the Graham Norton show and said he was a son of God. Um, and that, um, he was being hunted by reptilians. Um, and then he kept saying, well, you know, if Jesus came up here 2000 years ago, they'd be laughing at him too. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Jesus Christ was on the Graham Norton show, yeah, I think a lot of people ago. would laugh. I think, yeah. I think a lot of people would laugh. Um, why are reptilians after David Icke, a sportscaster? Is it because he was too hard on the Spurs, or what? What's That's the deal? well, he was a British sportscaster. So oh, he... so he was really, really hard on the yeah. Spurs. Oh, or, oh, absolutely. As they, what are they? What are they 
what are they called in Britain? The chaps? What are they? They call them the horse kickies. The horse kickies? Um, no, but yeah, so uh, much of his theory comes from the interpretation of Gnostic texts, such as the Nag Hammadi, as well as biblical apocrypha, like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Okay, so he, wait, so he's basing this off of? And like religious texts. Right, okay. Mm-hmm. Specifically because he says that the texts contain evidence that certain higher vibrational beings of frequency, known as archons, appear on Earth as humans, masking their true reptilian form. Um, he also points to the Old Testament, uh, in which the Nephilim, aka the Fallen Ones, fit into his theory of a descendant race infiltrating humanity as they interbreed with humans. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you think it's like a dream of some people to kind of be chosen? Because, they, I mean, they're interbreeding. Yeah. And it, it seems like that's kind of their their, their, their MO, yeah. their, their whole thing. And uh, I don't, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty, but do mm-hmm. you think that some people are like, God, I hope that's me? I hope I get picked. Yeah, I hope I get picked. Um, uh, not in the reptilian stories because they're terrifying and they'll just suck your eggs or your cum right out of you. Um, um, I don't know why you said that. That was like a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds super hot. Um, no, but in the gray stories in the Nordic aliens, all the abductees who claim that they, um, they were used for hybrid programs... Mm-hmm. They always describe, um, like, I saw the most beautiful woman. She was eight feet tall and full of curves. <laughs> it's written like all of them. It's full it's of them. it's like written like a noir story. <laughs> she had, she had legs for days and she a had, tail too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she had legs for miles and a fifth dimensional being. <laughs> no, yeah, um, th- they're all described as super hot. Uh, and, like, the best sex of their lives, except for reptilians, because they are terrible nightmare creatures. That sounds awful for, yeah. the, for the reptilians. Well, they're the bad they, guys. They, yeah, they don't seem pleasant mm-hmm. in any regard, so it's it's not um, unexpected. Yeah. Although, that is awful. That's absolutely awful. Right? Um, Isn't that terrifying? Can you imagine waking up just surrounded by these lizard uggos and Hillary Clinton? Oh, man. <laughs> you just said the same the thing eggs. twice. <laughs> As she sucks the eggs out of your out of your body. Oh my God! She'll do anything for votes. That's She'll do so anything funny. for votes. Uh, you're so right. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling in the Pleiadian cluster. <laughs> uh, this is also probably a great time to remind you guys that uh, the opinions expressed on this <laughs> show, show are solely those of your hosts or our guests, and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body. S-M-T-X-C-R-A. That's right. So yeah. we're in this. Uh, what you missed, Steve, is we talked about how Hillary Clinton would suck her eggs out for votes. Mm-hmm. And those are expressly my <laughs> views. <laughs> my views. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, but since David Icke uses, like, ancient religious text uh, to back up his, his claims, mm-hmm. um, in ancient Sumeria, there is a statue of a reptilian goddess cradling its human offspring. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Um, ancient Egypt had Apep, the serpent deity that embodied chaos and opposed light. In Mesoamerican culture, there was Quetzalcoatl, the flying feathered reptile god who created the cosmos. And Indian religions, including Hinduism, Buddhism, and Jainism, speak of the Naga, a human-snake hybrid demigod that is potentially dangerous to humans. Potentially? Mm-hmm. Oh. No way of knowing for sure. Oh, so a snake demigod is potentially dangerous mm. to humans. Yeah, it's a wild card. Who knows what yeah. they'll do? Who knows what's going to happen? Although, I'm so glad 
that you're in charge of these things and I'm not because mm-hmm. I've definitely read a lot of those words and never known how to pronounce them. That's really funny. So thank you. You're welcome. Uh, if there's one thing I'm good at, it's the blind confidence of a mediocre white man. <laughs> so I would just bumble my way through any word I see and not think about it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've already forgotten what the words are. Absolutely. That's why I always got uh, chosen to read Huckleberry Finn in high school because I would just say anything mm-hmm. with with no regard. Yeah. You don't care what page it is in To Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> you're going to say it. Um, no, but yeah, so a lot of reptilian things just come from David Icke. Like, there's there's really no, I don't know, uh, there, there's, theory before him. You know right. what I mean? He's he's the, the father of reptilian yeah. theory. At least when it comes to reptilians. He's a lizard dad. He's, he's, the, he's the lizard daddy. Hey, lizard daddy. Yeah, um, but what I think is really funny about David Icke is that I feel like he's so close to getting it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because, like, there kind of is a cabal that does run the world and the government and the economy, but they're not secret about it. It's just elite rich people that run banks and oil companies that, like, manipulate everything. They're mm-hmm. not lizards. They're just capitalists. Mm-hmm. They're just rich. They want yeah. to stay rich. They're not lizards. They're pigs. They're cold-blooded. <laughs> Once again, the views expressed here are solely those of me and my co-host Lexi Morris and not those of uh, KZSM.org. Mm-hmm. Or it's governing body, SMTXCRA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who run the world? Lizards. Lizards. Well, people think Beyonce's in the Illuminati. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that like yesterday. How could I forget? Yeah, just yesterday, people were calling her part of the Illuminati. That's that's such a wonderful um, conspiracy. Whether or not it's true, and I honestly could care less if it's true or not because I have no influence on any of that. There's nothing I could do to stop that. But also, just the thought that um, a very successful and rich person has to have a conspiracy behind them to, to be influential. To be famous, yeah. it, no, it's called fame. It's called fortune. And she's got everything it's, she it's, needs. It's, yeah, it's just yeah. being good at, at being a pop star. Yeah, remember when... um. Uh, formerly apolitical celebrities decided to b- go public, like Beyonce and Taylor Swift. Well, that's because they're, suddenly... they're reptilian overlords. They're they're Dracos uh, awakened the reptilian side of them. Yes, yeah, that's that's the reason. That's why that's why Hillary Clinton said vote Democrat or not Hillary Clinton. <laughs> What's her name? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah, Taylor Swift's uh, possessed and influenced by her reptilian gods. Yeah. Um, also decided to release folklore mm-hmm. out of the blue, and that is an 8-plus album. Absolutely. And that was your 10-second album <laughs> review of the week. Um, so, Lexi, before we wrap up here... Um, uh, before we wrap up here, um, I found a test to determine whether or not you're a reptilian. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, is it? Is it... Do you have to stick something up my nose? Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to tap your nose so you don't feel it. So okay. you get distracted. Okay. Um, Jingle some keys. Yeah. No, but here are, um, you know, common signs that one can use to um, determine if someone's a reptilian. Okay. 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 Uh, you're going you're gonna to realize what they are based on the questions I ask you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do you have green or hazel eyes that change color or blue eyes? That just a yes or no question. No. Okay, that's enough. I thought you. I thought you meant green or hazel or blue. Blue. I went, <laughs> yeah, brown. Um, do you have red or reddish hair? No. Do you have low blood pressure? No. Okay. 
Do you have keen sight or hearing? God, no. You're wearing glasses. I'm wearing three <laughs> pairs of glasses. Um, do you have ESP, which stands for extrasensory perception? I have extrasensory. Okay. I knew you were going to ask that, actually. That's, I, I, that's so crazy. Yeah. Do you have UFO connections? Uh, I have. Is, is it the same or different from USB? <laughs> it's different. Okay, then no. I'm going to okay. go no on that one. Do you have a love of space and science? Yes. Okay. Do you have piercing eyes? Well, uh, ask around. Uh, Do you have a sense of not belonging to the human race? Yes. Okay. Do you have a deep compassion for the fate of mankind? Yes, absolutely. Do you have psychic abilities? I don't know. Is this your card? That's a no. That's a no. Uh, (laughs) Do you have unexplained scars on your body? Yes, but that's just being a woman. I have a lot of bruises a lot of places. Uh, I made the same joke to to my girlfriend earlier. (laughs) I, um, I, uh, bruised my, I scraped and bruised my knees, um, on a date with someone last week. so funny. Um, and then they saw my knee later, and they were like, who hurt you? And you had they, formed a scar already? And they were, no, I ate ass of uh-huh. picking up a Domino's pizza. That's right, you told me about I this. slipped on extremely loose gravel, um, tore up my knee, acted like nothing happened. I, act, yeah. I glazed over it completely. Meanwhile, scraped a little bit of bleeding. And then on the next date, wore shorts, and they were like, who hurt you? And they're like, oh, yeah, you hurt you. That's so funny. Uh, that's, yeah. Uh, do you have the capability to disrupt electrical appliances? No, just conversations. That's really funny. And do you have alien contacts? No, I wear glasses, like gotcha, I said. Gotcha, gotcha. Now let's calculate. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and man, it I really says, hope. yes, you are a reptilian. Oh, wow. Congrats. Aw. You're a lizard. <laughs> it's a lizard. <laughs> <laughs> This is so much. This is so much cheaper than twenty three and me. That's, <laughs> and this is so quick. Yeah, every every result is just going to say you're reptilian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it really doesn't matter um, what country I'm from because the only borders, the only borders that I recognize are the ones around my heart. That's so. You're so right. Uh, my uh, my form my former roommate would really like that. It's a there's, there's a there's a vague quote from uh, Chess the Musical or Chess in Concert 2008 with Josh Groban. Um, the hell is where Chess the Musical? Oh, look. We'll do that next week. <laughs> <laughs> there's a musical based solely on... Um, it. It's about the uh, political tensions between the U.S. and Russia in the context okay. of the Cold War. Right. Uh, no, on the backdrop of the Cold War. It's a War, plot of Rocky in the, Four. In the context of... The World Chess Championships. Okay. And like still the plot the, of Rocky Four. Still, yeah. Rocky, Rocky Four, Rocky Four says <laughs> he says King me and then goes. I did it, Adrian. <laughs> um. Anyway, one one guy's talking. He he defects from Russia and then he sings about um. The borders not mattering to him because it only wow. borders around his heart. So that is also the ending speech that Rocky gives in Rocky Four. <laughs> I, I love when <laughs> the old Ruski Rocky defects. Hey, 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 hey. Dolph Lundgren. Dolph. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't give a Dolph speech. Dolph Lundgren could be a Nordic, right? He could be. Yeah, he fits the description. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, the only the only speech Dolph Lundgren gives in Rocky Four is how he kills Apollo Creed. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry to break it to you, Lexi, but you are a reptilian. What do I do with this? Should I update my driver's license? What, yeah. What do I? Well, we're gonna have a gender reveal party for you, That's... where instead of blue or pink, it's just green. <laughs> just green. I'm gonna I'm gonna update my license instead of an organ donor. I am now gonna be an organ taker. taker. <laughs> ladies, ladies, fellas, I'll take your organs. That's that's mm-hmm. so good. You on the market? Buyer, <laughs> Buyer beware. <laughs> You're in for a scare. Um, That's been our show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in, tuning out. Um, One thing I want to leave everyone with. We have a small platform here at KZSM. Uh, And what I'm about to say, I would like to preface this by saying that the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of your host or of my guest and do not reflect those of KZSM Community Radio or its governing body, SMTXCRA. Um, but the San Marcos community is very closely related to the Austin community. Mm-hmm. Um, and we recently lost, uh, a fellow Austinite due to an act of terrorism, um, as a, uh, uh, a dangerous individual ran his car into a group of protesters and then opened fire on a man named Garrett Foster, uh, killing him and leaving his quadriplegic wife, uh, with no way of, of support. Uh, they were at a protest. Uh, they were peacefully demonstrating their rights to assemble. Um, and this man decided to take his life from his loved ones and the Austin community. Um, and despite our small platform, we would like to uh, mention the GoFundMe that has been started in his honor for his quadriplegic wife, who, again, has no way to support herself now that her husband is gone. He was a veteran. Uh, he was a deeply committed individual to his community. Um... And we would just like to say here at Swamp Bass Uggos, rest in power, Garrett Foster. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, as always, we fully support everyone who exercises their rights. Um, and when community is so important, um, which it, it, it is to us, yeah. and San Marcos and Austin share a lot of close ties, um, it really breaks our heart to hear about that. So if you have the opportunity to share some support um and be able to donate anything helps um really anything and then um if if you so choose if that's kind of your mission um of course supporting the cause yeah um, i i will have posted the link or i've, ret- I've retweeted the link on twitter we're posting on facebook instagram anywhere that i have i have social media you can find it yeah um so feel free to do your own research on things like that but mm-hmm. of course the most important thing is that we all stay connected, that we all support each other, and um, that we give back to those who don't have as much. And right now, there's definitely uh, a community and a person in need. So if you have, if you have it in you, we uh, we will be we'll be donating. There's a there's a lot of hate in the world, but there's also a lot of love in the world. Yeah. And I think that uh, we need to band together to show that. Mm-hmm. On that note, uh, good night, everyone. Yeah. Stay spooky out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.
Guiding you through this wondrous journey is the hypnotic sound of the twilight. 